Hi everyone! Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. <laughs> it's so weird to do it by yourself. <laughs> I know, because like, I want to sing too, but then it gets weird with the delay. And so yeah. I just sit here like, alright. <laughs> um, but hopefully, I'm really hopeful not to just like take over. I'll I'll start with how I'm feeling. Um, I'm really hopeful that this is like the last week that I'm so busy during the week that I just like can't even be with you to record. Um, yeah, I don't like it. I know it's just not the energy's not the same. The episode's still good. It's just like not. Yeah, it's missing that certain je ne sais quoi. I don't even know if that's the appropriate use of that phrase, but it's all right. Oh my god, I'm so cultured. You're so fucking cultured. Thank you. How you doing, Mads? I'm doing. I'm doing good. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing good. Okay. (laughs) My allergies are fucking terrible, but. You know, that's just the way the cookie is crumbling right now. But you it know, better not be like that soon, because I'm tired of itching my eyes. What? Um, I know that you might not agree, but um, it's getting dark just a little bit sooner. It's getting a little chilly in the morning. Don't. There's a little briskness to the breeze, if you don't. will. It don't. The pollen is going to sleep, and the pumpkins are going to come out to play any second. And I can't wait. Whatever. You know, you got to get with the fall programming. You really do. I don't. You do. <laughs> I saw, you know, I'm, I just, I'm holding on to summer as long as I can. I'm ready for fall, y'all. I'm, I'm ready for fall. Ready for this zen on my lip to go away. But that's neither here nor there. All right, you want to give us the top three? Um, yeah, I will give you the top oh, three. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. What? So, we had introduced a new segment. Oh. Oh. Because we were listening to the Orgasm Lab, and then they never came out with a new homework assignment. So we looked at our vulvas so many times for no reason, but it does not matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Position's been filled. So um, what's crazy about that is at least we have one takeaway, right? Like... Um, when we started, I we had to Google what a vulva was. We weren't even clear what that meant, and so and now we do know, and we've looked at it a lot. And you know, I still stand by. I think that mine's cute, and I consider her my friend. So at least we have that. Yeah, I feel good about mine. I feel good about mine too now. That's I'm really happy for you, for you girls. Thanks. All right, now give us the top three. Okay. Um, you know, it's kind of nice that we stopped and took a second to um talk about vaginas because that's all I have to talk about in the top three. Wow. Everybody's pregnant. Everybody is pregnant. Like, first starters, Kylie Jenner. And Travis Scott have confirmed with the most beautiful little video. They're expecting baby number two. Are they dating? Um, yes. Okay. They have been for a really long time. I know. That's I how it got know. stormy. They broke up briefly, but um, never, like, dated anybody else. Like, they just never really. Like, they broke up. I'm doing air quotes. But they would, like. What I read on Dumois was, like, they broke up because Kylie's very, like, homebody. She doesn't like 
to be in the news and she could like cut up an avocado for the day and you're gonna see an e-news headline like how kylie eats her avo like you know she can't do anything without some peace so she just like is very to herself and like stays at home a lot but i guess travis is very like wants to be social and like when he's doing projects like he went on tour and stuff he wants to be out and about and so they broke up briefly but like when he was in town they would still very much just like be a couple which was weird to me but and he always like has referred to kylie as his wife like all the time since they started dating so i figured it wasn't a real breakup and they never really announced they were back together, but baby number two, and he's, like, literally always at her house, so. Okay. Take that as confirmation that they are indeed still a couple. But number two, actually, I'll squeeze in one because it's not a full story, but also just, like, an honorable mention. Lawrence and her husband are expecting their first baby. Um, do you like Jennifer Lawrence? I feel like people love her or hate her. No in-betweens. I like her. That's all. Yeah, I mean, she's cool. Okay. So, I figured you would say that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Well, people don't like how she's, like, when she's, like, at the Oscars or, like, these really prestigious events. She's always like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm a normal girl. Where's the French fries? You know, like, people think that's, like, an act. Oh, I like it. Or, like, when she trips or she's, like, clumsy at things, people are like, oh, my God. Like, they think it's just, like, a gimmick. But I think that's really how she is. Me too. Because um, yeah. if she was acting, she would have more of a social media presence to act like that all the time. Right. So her and her husband are expecting their first baby. And, like, congrats. Um. She's been, like, really laying low here, and so I imagine she'll continue to do that, like, with baby slash post-baby, which kind of makes me a little sad because I have been, like, missing her presence in a good movie lately. Yeah, me too. And so I just feel like we're going to just have to continue to miss her. Um, up next, also just, like, not a true full story, but again, another pregnancy so Morgan Stewart, I don't know if you even know who she is from Doctor Phil with Doctor Phil's son. Yeah, there she just had a baby and she's pregnant with baby number two. Wow, fertile Myrtle, right? And so those are the two little minis, literally. Oh wow! <laughs> and so um, Kylie's pregnant. These two are pregnant, and then story number two which is an actual story that needs discussing. Olivia Munn is pregnant. Yeah. But let's get into that and, like, talk about why that's a true blue story, not a mini bebe story, okay? Um, she is expecting, with new beau, John Mulaney. And let me tell you why this is weird and wrong for so many reasons. One, I'm not saying the baby is wrong. Like, congrats. Obviously, I hope it's all happy, healthy, good vibes. But the math ain't mathing on this one for me. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, This is very much two plus two equals five vibes. Yeah. You know? So, John Mulaney was married to someone else. He had a wife for a very long time. Like, a long time. During that time, married to said wife, he was very vocal. It is very well documented that he was, like, head over heels obsessed with this woman. Loved her to death. Um, they both did not want to have children. Him more so than her. Every so often, like, she would be quoted in an article or something and be like, well, yeah, we just, like, enjoy not having them right now. It's not that we don't want to have them. Um... We hope to have them, you know, later on. Her stance was very, you know, like, no, it's just, like, fun to not have kids right now. We will definitely work on children later. His stance was a little more firm, like, no, I like not having them, period. Ever, yeah. I'm not against having them. I just, like, really enjoy not having them. 
Yeah. Okay. Fast forward. I think they were married. I read like 13 years or something crazy like that. Don't quote me because that could be wrong, but I think that's what I read. Um, so he up and has to go to rehab. Okay. He was like touring and doing his comedy, like stand up stuff and was drinking too much and doing drugs. Um, I don't know that it was ever specified like what drugs, but he's from, you know, La La Land. And I feel like the celebs love their cocaine. And so I'm going to assume that's what he was doing. Here's where this gets really dark to me. Okay. He got out of rehab five seconds ago. Okay. Like in the winter, he got out of rehab and almost immediately put out this statement that was not a joint statement, um, but very much written like a joint statement. Like we've decided to end our marriage, blah, 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 blah. Seeming like, you know, most celebs do when they decide to get a divorce. Nuh-uh. Wife puts out her own statement and she goes, I am shocked to see this news. I am heartbroken that John has decided to end our marriage. And I'm devastated that this is how he's chosen to put the message out. Um, I hear Justin Hartley in him. Yeah. She's like, I am very. (laughs) (laughs) Justin. (laughs) But she's like, I very much was fighting to save our marriage like i never said i wanted a divorce so this message of like we've come to this decision together lovingly like no we didn't i am crushed at this um which was like such a brutal thing to put out in the press but also like so honest so i applaud her because that wasn't nice of him to kind of force her hand okay Um, yeah that was in like february which I just was watching, um, if you guys follow Not Skinny But Not Fat, if you don't, you should because she's hilarious. Um, but she put up a clip where, like, it's fe- late or early February and he's, like, very much wearing his ring and he's talking about his wife. And, like, in the interview, he's, like, on, like, Jimmy Kimmel or something. He's talking about how he loves his wife so much. And then, like, five seconds later, he puts out this statement. And he's, like, actually, just kidding. We're getting divorced. Sketch. 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 Yeah. Um, then he, his words loosely are, um, in the spring, he met a wonderful woman, which is Olivia Munn. Um, and based on the timeline of, like, how pregnant she looks, she must have gotten pregnant in March or April. Like, right when they started hanging out. Wow. So, such a slap in the face to the ex-wife, who's yeah publicly distraught about this. Um, and he's been on record for years and years and probably behind closed doors telling this woman, like, no, I don't want to have kids. No, I don't want to have kids. No, I don't want to have kids. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to have a baby with somebody else. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, um, uh, last step to just, like, really launch this into what the fuck. Olivia Munn has been, like, very vocal for years while this man was married, that she was obsessed with him and had such a crush on him. She did an interview about how she wished that she could meet him because she thought he was so funny and brilliant. There is an excerpt in her book from 2010 where she writes about how she met him at a party and was like telling him how she loves his work. And she had her publicist reach out to his so that she could email him and was like actively trying to get him to hang out with her. And um, I read that there may or may not have been some cheating. Um, Somebody, or it's an unconfirmed source, gave a quote saying, like, Olivia, um, one of their first dates asked John, like, what perfume his wife loved to wear so she could wear it. What? So when they were hanging out and he went home to her, she wouldn't suspect anything. Because he wouldn't smell any different. My God. Now that part's unconfirmed. But I'm led to believe because, I mean, early February, he's so, ooh, boo, boo. I'm so grateful to be sober. I love my wife. Fast forward to March and he's all over Olivia. I mean, there was rumblings. Fast forward to now and homegirl is like ready to pop. I mean, she's pregnant. Not like, um, 12 weeks. Pregnant. Yeah. There's a bump. Seems like there's a little blip timeline there. You know, the timeline 
They're trying to make it make sense. It ain't making sense. No, it ain't. It's not. And so I'm paying close attention to when she drops that baby out. Because if you think I'm not going to sit and do the math and try to figure out when she got pregnant. Yeah. You don't know me very well. I'm going to try to figure it out. That's crazy to me. It's insane. And if I was the wife, God, she's handling it so nicely. She's doing an art exhibit. And um, if you look, it's easy to find. Of course, I don't know all the details. But if you, like, Google it, you can find her. And you can find her Instagram pretty easily. And she puts up some of the pictures. Um, cause she's doing, like, a gallery type thing right now. These pictures are heartbreaking. One mm-hmm. of them is, like, Dinner in March is the title of the portrait. And it is a picture of her all dressed up in this, like, beautiful dress at a very long dinner table with it's clearly set for two, and she's sitting by herself. That's so sad. They're all like that, and it's so sad. And she's handling it nicely. Like, she's just putting her art, and, you know, she hasn't, like, publicly commented on anything, and she's just, like, handling it so classy. And... I don't, I just, I applaud her. I don't think that that's how I would be able to react. I think that I would be like a melting, blubbering mess. Um, so yeah, good for her. Good for her. And I hope that somebody cooler and more sane and more famous and nicer to her marries her next. Me too. Oh, and my last thought on the situation. This is messy business because somebody told me, um, my new BFF, that is my BFF in my head and probably not in real life to her, but whatever. She told me that if you, like, go to rehab or AA or NA, there's, like, a rule, like, right when you first start, um, like, when you first get sober, you're not supposed to have any, like, sex or relationships or, like, any serious talks um, or make any really serious choices for a year because, one, your brain is, like, still recovering and also, two, your, like, whole life has changed. Shit. And you're, like, really prone to making, like, crazy reactions. And so he has been out of rehab for five seconds and was like, LOL, JK, I'm going to get divorced and also get a new girlfriend and get her pregnant. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Fast and loose. He's playing fast and loose. Okay. And then my third story. There's some fishy business going on because Jamie Spears has Daddy or Sissy. Daddy has filed paperwork requesting to end Britney Spears' conservatorship. Which is like amazing. Yeah, but But I don't trust him and it's really fishy. It's really fishy to me. Um I think my theory is that there's something to find, there's something that he doesn't want us to know. Um, he's already dug himself into a hole by accidentally talking about how he has been misusing Britney's money, like on record, like he's on, like, I don't know if he's like, I don't know who he was talking to, but somebody has it. They like recorded him talking to somebody else, um, complaining about Britney's mom, Lynn Spears. And saying how she's not innocent and he pays her bills and she should just, like, shut up and leave it all alone and, like, not support Britney so publicly because he's using that money to pay all of Lynn's bills, which is wrong. That's Britney's money and it shouldn't be used to pay anybody's bills but Britney's unless Britney chooses to spend that money elsewhere. And so I think after that, he got spooked and was like, ooh, (laughs) because now they're looking into where and how he spends that money. And if he's actually been, he's supposed to, um, like at tax time each year, he's supposed to tell what he spent, how much he spent, he's he's supposed to report it. And they are like obviously investigating to see if he's been doing that truthfully. And methinks he has not been. Shocker. And so now he's like, you know what, guys? Let's just end it. We don't have to look into it. Let's just get rid of it, you know? But, yeah. So, but either way, I hope that it goes through, and I hope it's, like, a smooth process, and I hope that our girl Brittany gets her life back. But 
I'm not going to get my hopes up because I don't trust that Jamie. Either of them. Me either. I don't trust the Jamie. I don't trust the Lynn. And I definitely don't trust the Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Which, how stupid is that? Yeah, it's really stupid. Sorry, I had to burp. I hope. Maddie, well, it's okay. I hope no one heard it, but everyone heard that I said that I burped, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, that's very on brand for you. It's also very on brand for you to burp in um essentially every single episode, and then hear it, and then I listen to the episode, and like can always very clearly hear the burp. burp. <laughs> <sighs> well, it's my cross to bear. It's okay. You're a gassy girl. We still love you. Thank you. I you know what else I love? <gasps> Thank you. That was so nice. Do you want to take us into the topic at hand, Maddie? I would love nothing more than to yeah. do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we are talking about balancing the busy. Because I don't know about you, but I feel like this is actually like a lot of people in the summertime. I'm so fucking busy. I don't have time to clean my room. I don't have time to do anything. I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. And it's like, um, I think that's something people don't think about because I certainly don't like I am always very aware like right now I'm in a phase of like I have been starting work early and ending late for several weeks now for like multiple days a week like I am very much like speeding into burnout I actually live there I'm already burnt out and I'm just like pushing the boundaries of like how far can you push it until your brain actually is so broken it just like comes out your nose um, like I'm very aware of burnout in the sense of like work, but I think that just like social calendar burnout is also something. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and so I think in the effort to start balancing my busy, um, I immediately was like, I can't talk about this topic. I don't honor boundaries ever. I'm just like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can do it. And even though I'm like very much falling apart, I'm just like, no, just make it work. Just, it's fine. I'll make it work. Um, and so I was like, what am I even going to say? I have nothing valuable to add. I'm horrible at this. Uh, but the first thing I wrote down was like, I think you just have to learn very quickly that you cannot do it all. And so you just have to prioritize yeah. what is actually important. And like time for yourself should be on that list. Yeah. You know, I'm like I have to schedule time for myself. Yeah. I'm the first one on my list to get the boot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I feel like I do a pretty good job of like hanging out with everybody and like trying to see everybody, but it just gets to be too much sometimes. And I'm like, well, there's only so many time, so much time in the weekend. So I got to like, go right from work this day or like do this and then like but what about me and like yeah watching the bachelor in paradise does not count <laughs> <laughs> well no because that's not for you it's like still something for snacks um right it's because it's one thing i and like of course it's a choice we made and it's something we enjoy but it's one thing to like finish up work and eat your dinner and then just like lay on the couch and watch a show for the sake of like I want to watch the show right. versus um I have to watch this show and I mean it's of course still fun and I love the drama and like watching the show but it's like you've got to pay attention to all the things right you can't just like be on your phone you have to watch and listen and also live tweeting is like you know it's it's not for the week okay it's like involved it's you have to like you have to talk about it in real time and, like, also try to make it funny and find, like, a relevant picture or gif, but also get the hashtags right. Yes. And, you know, like, then people want to interact with you because they're talking about it, too. And then it's just, like, it is work at the end of the day. We are working. So it's, like, you end your work day to do more work, just, like, different work. Yeah. 
then next thing you know, it's 9 p.m. And you're like, okay, just kidding. I have to go to bed. There's right. not time for anything else. I have to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're, I heard that. Um, I also have a problem with I say yes to too many things. I don't overbook necessarily, but I do, like, cut my time. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'll hang out with this person from this time to this time. And then I'll go meet this person from this this time to this time. And then, obviously, like, it's just, it's not realistic, but it's what I've been doing, and it's just too much, because I don't want people to feel like I don't want to hang out with them, but it's just, like, I, I, I'm trying my best, <laughs> but it's a busy time of year. Yeah, so on that topic, I'm not like you. Um, I mean, I do want to hang out with everyone all the time, but I'm kind of more on the page of, like, my friends understand that I love them and I want to spend time with them. But, like, just, like, you or me, like, everyone's busy. And so I'm more on the page of, like, I, on Saturday, I'm going to be hanging out with Maddie. And so, unfortunately, <laughs> I can't hang out with you unless you want to come to the thing that we are doing. Because I, ca- I can't. Yeah, like, once I have a plan with one friend, it's like I'm booked for the day. Because also, I just know how a lot of my friendships are. It's very, like, it'll be on my calendar as, like, lunch with Maddie. I'm just using you as an example because I hang out with you the most, right? <laughs> but, like, I will put on my calendar um, Saturday at 1, lunch with Maddie. But I know that, like, I'm not available for breakfast or coffee with a friend because I'm going to wake up and I'm going to need to blow dry my hair and I'm going to need to figure out what I'm going to wear and I'm usually going to have a meltdown or two and so that's going to, you know, affect my schedule that I'm going to make it over to Maddie's. We're going to hang out. We're going to go to lunch and lunch with Maddie can very quickly spiral into I didn't get home until 3 a.m. Yeah. Okay, that happened one time. It literally happened more than once. Well, did you have fun? I mean, yes, but that's also <laughs> just like why if it's like, even if like, I, same with my friend Sarah. It's just like, it, I mean, no, it's, I can't even use names and examples because it's, it's all of you. All of you girls are just so fun and it very much will be like, do you want to meet for dinner? Oh my God, how am I in this club at 2 a.m.? Yeah, well, that's fine. That's, and it's fine, and it's fine, but, like, in which case, I book one friend at a time. Just one friend at a time, because if I pop around for multiple bitches in one day, I'll die. Yeah. It's too hard. I need to learn. Yeah. And, because and that's it's, like, but it's, like, it's a personal thing. Like, it's not like these people are asking me to hang out, and I'm like, yes, I'm like, Let's do something soon, and then I'll be the one to plan it, and then I'll be like, oh, my God. I have so many things going on, and I just want to, like, do nothing. But, like, oh, I haven't seen this person in a really long time, so I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. And even, like, with work, I never, ever say no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this morning, I wasn't supposed to start anything until 9 a.m., and this girl that I work with, which, like, so rude, first of all. But, like, she called me at, like, 7.30 in the morning for um, something that was not even an emergency. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, my work day has not started yet, and so that's crazy. But, like, did I answer? Of course I did. Did I take care of what she needed? Of course I did. And then my boss texted me and was like, oh, so sorry. Instead of 9, can we do 8.15? And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Mind you, it's, like, 8 a.m. And I was like, um, okay. And yeah. it's like, that threw off my day because I was going to use the start of my day, 8 to 9, to just, like, have some peace and quiet to work by myself. Yeah. And that's not what happened. And I ended up working from 7.30 until 4.30 on everyone else's stuff. And so now it's, what time is it in real life? It's 8.54. I'm laying on a heating pad because I've been so stressed that I actually have broken my neck. Like, I can't move my head. And I didn't get any of my actual work done today. And we're recording snacks. And I have anxiety because I want to go to bed. But I also feel like I need to log back on and, like, do some work. 
but I'm not going to yeah. because that's crazy. But like, you know, it just, it never ends. It never <laughs> ends. And you can hear about how we're overworked and underpaid in our episode called Confessions of a Non-Workaholic. Amen. Um, yeah, and it's just like, we're spreading ourselves too thin. And that we're not making enough time for like, dating or ourselves like I canceled a date this week but that's also because my brother when you're listening to this my brother's wedding reception will have been this past Saturday and so I just didn't want to spread myself too thin and then I end up like getting sick and my allergies have just been so bad so I was like I can't do this and the kids at nanny for are sick and I'm like okay I need to just stay home and rest my weary head yeah. Also, speaking of canceling dates, I really pulled a Maddie. Speaking of being so busy, okay? This is actually so funny to me because anybody who knows me and knows how I behave um, towards men that I like slash have liked in the past, this is so unlike me. And I've actually been laughing <laughs> out loud <laughs> at the fact that this is something that came out of my mouth. And so for those of you listening that don't actually know me um, well or like in real life, um, I am what the kids call a simp, okay? If I like mm-hmm. a guy and he's like, do you want to hang out tonight? I'll be like, absolutely. Yep. Like even right now in my current state, my brain is actually melted pudding in my head right now. I'm laying on a heating pad, um, literally laying down recording this episode because they can't sit up straight. And if a man that I genuinely liked called me right now and was like, oh my god, I miss you. Do you want to hang out? I'd be like, yep, let me get my shoes on. Don't you worry, babe. I'll be right there. That's my nature, okay? I love to just, like, be in a man's armpit always, okay? Um, So said ex-boyfriend that I mentioned to you guys was going to meet up so we could have, like, a grown-up adult talk. Um. Like, actually, that sounded like innuendo, but it wasn't. <laughs> but we were supposed to hang out, and then, you know, um, typical me, I <laughs> was working late, and so I texted him and was like, hey, I'm just trying to gauge the plan for this evening, because, of course, I worked late, and so blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, we decide to reschedule, and he starts talking about, like, what are you doing tomorrow type vibes. Like, it was a Friday night, and he was like, oh, well, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, not wasting no. a Saturday on you. I said, maybe next month <laughs> was my reply. <laughs> Try again next month. That's so funny. He so said, amazing. what about tomorrow? And I said, ooh, maybe next month. And he thought I was joking. Because I met this boy when I was 19 years old. And I don't think I've ever been like, no, I can't hang out. Just like a flat no. I've always been like, I can't right now, but if you give me 20 minutes, I could maybe figure out a way to ditch my friends or something. You know, like I'm always so eager and available. Bad personality trait, but I fully was just like, "Mm, maybe next month and like meant it. I looked at my calendar and was like, unless he wants to meet me at 6 a.m. at Starbucks to talk for exactly one hour before I have to leave so I can get to work, like. October is my earliest opening. The second weekend, to be clear. <laughs> like, that was my sign. As soon as I had that moment, I was like, wow. Yeah, well, one, see, growth. Two, you're so busy. Yeah, that's good. You're setting realistic boundaries for, or not boundaries, but you're not committing to stuff that you can't do. You know, because, like, I could have been like, oh, yeah, let's try to reschedule. But, like, realistically, I was just going to overpromise something that I can't actually do. There's no point. And so I didn't want him to think that I was being rude. And so then I ended up over-explaining. I was like, also, I'm not trying to, like, come off like a hard ass. I have a wedding and then also a baby's birthday shower slash birthday shower? Birthday party slash, like, baptism. Then I've got, you know, we have some snack stuff we're doing. Then I've got my actual birthday to celebrate. And so, you know, and then I've got one of my best friends for birthday. Oh, my God. I have so many friends with birthdays, like, right by mine to celebrate. Like, it's just, you know, it's 
so many things. And so, yeah. yeah. Maybe next month. <laughs> Maybe next month. Try again next month. Better luck next month. Isn't that like a... <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a good one. But yeah, we just need to stop spreading ourselves so thin, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying to do like a better job of setting boundaries and like honoring them. Yeah, I need to do that. I need to learn how to say fucking no. Or just stop inviting people to do things. But then it's like, but I want to see them. But then it's also like, well, if they're not asking me to do things. Yeah. You know? But I am always busy. So it's like, I don't know what to do. So I definitely am one of those people that, like, I don't necessarily do the planning. Yeah, you don't. So I have honestly never been a planner when it comes to like friend groups ever and it has lost me so many friends i wish that i could be a planner i just um you know sometimes you're the invitee or you're the inviter i have always just been invited to things and then i put them on my calendar and so that's how i live life and so um, I secretly, like, in a month like September, I obviously it's my birthday month, and I will use any chance I'm given to tell somebody that it's my birthday. And so if you invite me to something in September, I'm gung-ho. I'm saying yes. But I promise I do not have this problem. Once we hit Halloween going forward, obviously that's, like, a busy time of year, but I use my family as an excuse for everything. I'm like, don't invite me. I have something to do with my family, and I just, like cross my fingers that people don't invite me to things because like i'm not gonna invite you to do after halloween if you see me it's because we're in love you know or it's my birthday yeah (laughs) like after halloween i do not feel the need to go out and be social ever i could stay hibernated with my family straight through the holidays like starting november 1st you mean november 20th you're right. <laughs> November 20th on past your birthday. Not get your birthday. Your birthday actually is something I really look forward to. Your parties are always lit. Thanks. But truly, I don't have to hang out with anybody in the winter. Leave me a sad little fat potato in the house. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go to your anything. And you see, that's my issue. I still will go to anything. I mean, I'll still go if you invite me. I will never really make I don't know why I just like maybe I have like an ego problem or something but maybe something about you've always been like that like, like you have never ever invited me to do anything ever <laughs> so and I remember in high school this well she never asked me to hang out so I'm not gonna ask her to hang out and, and then, then we so just, like we wouldn't we'll hang out for a really long time and then it'd be like well, she's talking to me a lot still, so, like, she clearly still likes me. <laughs> um, I think that I have just, like, a weird ego thing of, like, or, I don't know. I don't know. But just the idea of, like, calling somebody or texting and being like, hey, what are you doing today? Do you want to hang out? Is I could never. My God. Well, I would never do that because I'm always busy. So I'd be like, hey, do you, next Saturday, do you want to do this? Or, like, if I reach out and I'm like, hey, do you want to hang out? Or, like, I saw this thing and we should go. And then I get, like, a lukewarm answer, like a no. That is my worst nightmare. I promise I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> I'll never. I think that's what started it, probably. Like, someone somewhere probably embarrassed me. <laughs> and I just was like, you know what? Don't ask people to hang out. Got it. Lesson learned. You know? Because I I can't even think of a time even in, like, junior high. Like, I'm going back far. I don't, I've never invited people to do anything ever. Well, that gives me serious dummy vibes. And so I just looked up if she was a Libra also. She is not. Mm. Um. But we can get into our Bachelor in Paradise recap, and we're tra- we're gonna skim it down to like the most important things that happened. 
which were Kendall <laughs> and said a thing to each other, and she was like, I still don't want to move to Chicago, but, like, why don't you love me anymore, basically? And he was like, well, because I like Serena. Yeah. That's the vibes that I got from that conversation. And her voice was terribly annoying. I, I never liked Kendall. Um, and I hope that doesn't sound as mean as it felt. I just, like, she's not my brand of girl. Um, I believe she was on Ar- what is that boy's name? Arnie? Archie? Uh, oh! she is no, not. There's no consonant. There's not another consonant between the R and the I. Just Ari. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. Archie. Um... First of all, he's so boring, but she was also boring. And, of course, they were, like, obsessed with each other. Um, I don't know. Something about her. I mean, she's pretty, and her body is crazy. But. Yeah, but it's. I don't find her fun. I also don't understand why she came if she was like, I didn't change my mind. Then stay at home. Are you confused how breakups work? Like, you don't always have to be happy or, like. And she was like, there's some conversations we need to have. And you thought that national television was the place to have the conversations and he was like right she was like well because you were ignoring me and he's like what yeah he was like that's not what happened and i trust every word that comes out of joel Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm i mean he he could tell me like brianna i don't care what anybody else has told you i promise to god the sky is green and i would say yes sir you're right hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. That's correct. Like he could, he could tell me nothing wrong. You know. Right. So I believe him when he says that's just not what happened. Um. And she seemed to like feel flustered when he said that. Like, okay, yeah, you're right. But like, what? And I get it. Like post breakup, they were like, it's been a year. Like she needs to get over it. If you really love someone, like you'll move with them. Um. I get how like even though it's been a year, she could still be feeling these feelings of like, well, I still love him, but it's like, you're an adult. And sometimes just like love and fairy tales isn't enough. And if you're not willing to just like love him and have the fairy tale and move to Chicago, you have to just like put that hurt in your pocket and accept like, okay, this, it's not going to work though. Right. Like neither of them loved the other one enough to move. So that's that. That's it. Right. That's that's all. That's all we have. That's it. And so I'm just so confused why she came, you know? Me too. But then I Ivan was low-key rubbing her on. Yeah, I saw that. So we'll see what happens with that. And then the next big drama of the season, well, yeah. obviously Brendan and Piper being shysty snakes. Shysty, shysty, shady. But then, like, everyone, no one cares anymore because everything's about Alana, Elena, and Chris, the nobodies of loser town. And Jessenia, the queen of everything. So, like, the crazy thing about this to me is, first of all, Piper and Brendan are fully had been dating for months. Right. I mean, a homegirl was like, no, no, he's my boyfriend. She was like, like, I went to Boston. We we hung out ten times. I went to Boston (laughs) by myself to visit him. With my braids. Yeah. And so I don't like braids on her. I don't like her attitude. I I know that sucks. Because, like, I really liked them both separately. And I was like, oh, my God, this would be. When I heard the rumors that they had been dating before Bachelor in Paradise started, I was like, oh, my God, so cute, so cute. And then, like, I literally, like, I think they're such attractive people. But now they're so uh, like, I just watched them get uglier. Like, the evil witch yeah. in Snow White. It's just so yucky to me that they were just, like, sitting there all snuggled up and, like, ha, 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 at Natasha's expense. Yeah. And not caring. And so, Brendan, um, for anybody who cares, um, he, like, put an apology on his Instagram story. And he is... Apparently going to put out, like, an actual full-blown apology. And he took down him and Piper had posted these, like, stupid, shady things. And he was like, now I'm really understanding that that was, like, really hurtful. It was, like, a long thing. And it seemed well thought out. But 
it just, I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me because it's like Natasha was sitting right there in their faces and they thought it was fine to still just like laugh and like kiss each other and ha 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 and call her annoying and say she had no prospects and all the things. Yeah. And you know, the the producers or whatever can like splice things to make it sound differently, but he literally said to her face, what prospects? So there's no other way to splice that. Right. So they're like doing this thing and they're like, oh my God, you're just seeing like a really successful TV show. Like Piper posted that thing. And it's like, well, sure, you can get a bad edit. It's certainly a bad edit, but it's your words. The producers can't add in Brendan saying, I was just getting so annoyed with her. I'm so happy you're here. Or Piper saying, thank you for playing the game. Thank you for doing the heavy lifting for me. Um, like, so I could just swoop in. They can't edit in you talking about gaining 10,000 followers before you even got to the beach or how much screen time you guys are going to get. Yeah. Like, you said that. And you only feel bad because people watched it and then didn't like it. Like, Which, what I don't, did they think was going to happen? Yeah. Like, I don't buy Brendan's apology 100%. Um, because it really doesn't feel like he is sorry to Natasha. Like, I'm sorry that I hurt you. I'm sorry that I lied to your face for a few weeks and then um, also lied again when you very nicely approached me about the issue of me lying to you. Um, It's very like, you know what? Now that I've watched it and I've seen what you guys are saying, I, I see what you're saying that I kind of look like a bad guy. So I'm sorry about that. Which is very different than saying, I'm sorry that I did a bad thing. Right. And, like, he very clearly picked Natasha because I don't, well, no, I don't know why he picked Natasha. But then he thought she wouldn't have any prospects. And then she put all her eggs in one basket. So, I mean, that part was on her. But what I've learned from watching Bachelor Paradise is you just cannot put all your eggs in one basket. And I'm taking that to the streets with me. (laughs) <laughs> it, is. it is true though and then same business with chris and alana i don't understand i can't explain to you how quickly and how um like painfully my jaw dropped when she walked in and chris thought it was appropriate to just tap jesenia on the shoulder and say brb and yeah. immediately make out with another woman where she could see yeah what that was so hurtful i would have well first of all she handled it so nicely she just kind of like cried and excused herself i promise you i ever see a man that i like making out with another girl in the club right next to me that is not how that's going no i'm gonna yell yeah, she handled it with grace, and then when he was, like, the next day when he was, like, moping around on the beach, and she was, like, he said, can we talk? And she's, like, about what? Right. She was, like, I think you've made yourself very clear. Yeah, which I thought was good. I also kind of loved that she just, like, sat and let her anger fester and really let him have it later on because he's, like, trying to play this, like, well, I don't know what happened. The connection was real, but it just wasn't enough. Like, what? Yeah, like, he was moping on the beach, and he was like, well, I just, I still want to give Lejusani a shot. And then Alana's like, will you go on a date with me? And he's like, sure, let's go. And Joe was like, you didn't need to make a speech. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I loved when they were all making fun of him. It was so funny. I felt bad. Which was, like, was... I think that, like, they, these two, they're just trying to make a name for themselves on Bachelor Nation, but they keep getting eliminated night one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, also, um, the rest. Right. Like, Riley and Joe getting so upset was so attractive to me. Me too. At first, like, during the commercial, I was kind of scared. I was like, oh, my God, Riley, that's so scary, a scary side of you. But when I thought, when I realized that what it was in Jasenia's honor, I was like, oh, very cool. Which yeah. is supposed to show that Jasenia is a good person. Also, so does everyone then- just like Jasenia better to, like, circle back? Because Natasha, then I felt double bad for her. Because right. if you see, she's off to the side, and she's kind of like, you guys... Great, 
of course, Chris and Alana, this is dumb. And you guys both need to go. But, like, this literally just happened to me. And everyone was kind of just like, ooh. Yeah. And here's what I have to say about that. To our knowledge, Brendan and Natasha only ever kissed once. And neither of them seemed to like it. And then Piper comes. blah 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 really flaunt anything in front of anyone that we can see they're kind of off to the side always but Chris literally took this girl on the dance floor was like making out with her all over the dance floor and everyone was like what the fuck yeah yeah, yeah like the, the disrespect thing. was a little more blatant because that was crazy yeah um, but so yeah maybe it was just like that but also no Natasha's like disrespect was much worse because now she's like how many weeks yeah. into paradise and she's got like find someone to like her and now everyone's gonna think oh she just wants a rose yeah it's all horrible i'm hoping somebody yells at brendan next week so i think they will because you know they started showing at the end like demi i think started it and was like it is kind of crazy though that everyone's like freaking out at chris and not brendan like brendan's worse right um and so i'm sure she's going to poke the flames um, I hope so. But then something needs to be said because that's crazy. Um, yeah. They need to bring more men in also. So I read a thing. I won't say any names because it's unconfirmed. And also I know people don't like love spoilers. Um, it's not a spoiler because I don't even know if it's true. But I think that more men do come. Um, but also in the preview, it looks like Brendan and Piper do get confronted because there's a clip of Piper crying. So oh, just we'll just that. have to wait and see. Yeah, there's like a clip of um, it's like one of those, it's like cutting around and they're like, next week on Bachelor in Paradise, you know, and there's a bunch of people crying and Piper is one of them. Yeah. Well, so. we'll see how it all shakes out. I'm so glad it's only on Tuesdays now. Yeah, I can't wait to see Lil John. <laughs> it's so weird. And also, I feel like David Spade had such a presence and, like, nobody else has so far, really. Yeah, like, Lance was, like, cool, but also, like, what? And then Titus, it just, like, wasn't around that much. Right. Also, the name of the party being the tight-ass party was amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, But you can see our thoughts. We live-tweet it every night. At snacks underscore in the city. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore snacks in the city. And you can follow follow. <laughs> you can follow us on TikTok at underscore snacks in the city. And our personal handles on all platforms are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. And with that, snacks out. <laughs>